What's up, Malphys? It's your boy, Alphys L.M.A. Looking cute, looking clean, looking sexy. We here to break it down, talk about it, do what we gotta do. Ben Simmons, Doc Rivers. What's next for the Philadelphia 76ers? D-Book, doing what we D-Book things, doing what we don't D-Book can do. Paul George, ain't getting no slander. Not yet. Nah, I guess my boy been hooping. We gotta talk about so game seven Nets versus Bucks. What's happening? We're gonna get into it. So let's get it started. Okay, first thing first, let's get let's get out the way what we, we let's get out the way what we really talking about. Let's get out the way what we really here to talk about. Ben Simmons. He was trash. He was gas. But this is not the podcast we're gonna have that for. We're having a sensible conversation about what's next, what is the what's the problem, what's next, and how we're gonna talk about it. I got slander for Doc Rivers. I got the slender for the rivers of the dock. You know what I mean? We got to talk about that. We got to break that down. What's going on with Doc Rivers and the Philadelphia 76 and what they should go doing for it first. But we're going to get into the Ben Simmons talk. Let's talk about Ben Simmons. He was offensively four on five. He was essentially non-existent. I won't say play for the other team because he got a lot of assists. He did control the pace. He set good screens. Third quarter, he looked like he started. He just decided he's going to get a little more aggressive. Then he didn't play for a long time. He played amazing defense on Trey. If you looked at his stats on Trey Young, Trey Young was under 40% when held by Ben Simmons. So he did earn that defensive player of the year, the all-team first defense award he got. He earned it. But again, if you don't take shots, bro, not that you even miss and you don't take them, is a huge issue that 76 is going to have to address. And let's talk about what, why it's so hard to address it because you're not getting Dame Lillard for Ben Simmons at this point. You're not. You probably were never going to get Dame Lillard for Ben Simmons. It was probably never going to happen. I don't even know why that was even suggested. You might get CJ McCollum, but 76 fans, I'm warning you, be careful what you wish for because you might get it. Be careful what you wish because you might get it. And that's something you really, I don't know if you're ready for that. No offense to CJ, but CJ sometimes, but I don't know. And let's talk about the why is that a risk. You asking me why is that a risk? Ben can't shoot because simply it's simple. If you get CJ and he doesn't perform, which at times he doesn't play, sometimes he's killer. By the way, shot CJ a really good player, but sometimes he don't perform. If he don't perform, and then you see Ben and he go into a new environment and that and that new coach, which I actually help happens, unlock him. Similar to another player we want to talk about, Jason Kidd. People don't remember this because most of y'all are too young. Most of y'all listening were too young when Jason Kidd was early in the year, 1994 to 2000. What, 99? I'm going to say 99, which would be five or six years in the league, which would be one more year than Ben. One more year playing than Ben regardless because Ben only played four years. That will be five automatically if you say 99. You can somewhat say 2000. Jason Kidd was called Anus Kidd. People don't remember that. That was his nickname they gave them in the newspaper because Jason Kidd couldn't shoot. He wouldn't shoot. And if you look at his stats, Ben's stats are higher than Jason Kidd's was at that time. Jason Kidd didn't have the same pressure. Yeah, he did have a little pressure, but 
it was it was a similar situation. That's why I would love for Jason Kidd to actually coach Ben Simmons because he's been through everything Ben been through. That would be the perfect coach actually for Ben Simmons because he's been through everything. Or Mike D'Antoni, some coach like that. That you need an offensive coach that can unlock Ben's offense. Because if and this is the story, if Ben unlocked that part in his brain, because his shot's not ugly, it's not broke. Yannick's shot is ugly. Ben's shot is not broke. He just looks so uncomfortable doing it. He looks like he's nervous and thinks about it every time he shoots, and that's the problem. That's the problem. He's terrified. But if you find a coach that makes it feel easy for him and you unlock it, you get Jason Kidd in 2001, a better Jason Kidd in 2001. Jason Kidd's shot was broke. Ben a better defender than Jason Kidd. So you get the defense and you get Jason Kidd with a shot that's not as broke at the time. But the problem with that also is not trading them is that it, what if you don't unlock it? What if he never unlocks it? <laughs> then you just got an offensive liability, a really good player, but an offensive liability at the end of the day. So that's the dilemma the 76 are with Ben Simmons right now. They have to decide what are they going to do with Ben? Because like I said, if he goes somewhere else, he unlocks that potential. If another coach going to unlock it, the general manager of the 76 is getting fired. He is. He's getting fired. Why did you give up on him so early? Why come you can unlock this? Why come you can do that? The coach will get fired. That's the problem. That's why I always tell people don't listen to fans if you're a general manager because fans don't have any say. There's no responsibility. I can have an emotional reaction. I can tell you to trade whoever or get rid of whoever because I'm upset with them today, but at the end of the day, you don't think about potential. Who can I get? Because that contract is big. And no telling, you might have to do like they did um, Kimball Walker and give up a first just to get rid of him if you really want to get rid of him that bad. So I'm saying I think he's going to stay and they're going to try to work with him in the offseason really hard and going to see if it works out. And if not, they trade him by the trade deadline. The problem I see with that is my problem what I'm going to run on in a minute is the coach is not a developmental, he's not really a developmental coach. He's not even a good coach, but we're going to get into that in a minute, But because y'all lied to me too much about that. But you got this player who, for some reason, they have mishandled. We got to talk about the 76 organization, too. Why are y'all mishandling so many number one, two, and three picks? You have had so many potential great player all-stars and Michael Carter-Williams Possible players and Jaleel Okafor. I think the league just got rid of Jaleel Okafor, though. Um, all these players y'all drafted, top picks, and they all seem to have mental instability. Outside of Embiid, who is probably the representation of Philly, they all seem to have mental instability. Something like that, if you keep telling me someone is mentally unstable and it's everybody you date, if you date a girl and everyone you date is mentally unstable, something like that, when is it you? When are you the one who's the problem? Are you attracted to mentally unstable people or what? What are you what are you doing? Can, can someone tell me what are you doing? Like I said, um, that's the problem the 76 has got. They gotta figure it out. Are you gonna cause again, like I said, if you trade him and the coach unlock it, even if you would he would never unlock it in Philly, which I don't think he can at this point. I think he's gonna always defer to Embiid, and that's gonna be always his offensive problem. He gotta go somewhere where they be like, "Yo, you gotta score, or 
You got to get out. You can't have you scared to shoot a layup. The man had a wide open dunk and passed it at the bottom of the game. That's that's inexcusable. That's what I'm saying. I'm not defending them. I'm just telling you what the situation really is. Because no one's going to give you the honest conversation in this fight. Nobody's going to tell you the truth in this situation. You're going to always get this same old story about emotions and how he played bad. So we got to get rid of him. You're not going to get an honest talk. So that's what I wanted to do about Ben Simmons. Um, he got he can dribble. He got post game. He got his jump shot ain't broke. I see him in the summer league actually doing it. It's just getting them to do it when it matters and not being afraid, which is something, like I said, somebody got to figure out how to unlock. I don't know if Philly going to be able to do it. But, and the biggest reason why Doc Rivers can't coach, this tell the truth, Doc Rivers was trash this series because some reason everybody and their mama knew that Gallinari was killing all Seth Carey, I mean, not George Hill, the whole series. And Doc said, I'm not changing nothing I'm doing off. I'm defense. I'm not changing at all. Seth Carey was getting killed today. He never changed the game plan. He he just sticks with the same game plan that he got him there. And then at the end of the day, it usually don't work. And so how do I prove it don't work? He has the most game-clinching losses in NBA history. 26 losses when his team could clinch the series. He lost. Matter of fact, let's go to his best team. His best team is Boston Celtics. He was 11 and 16 in game clinching situations. 11 and 16. That's not right. In series, he was up. Let me let me rephrase that. I I was I got confused. In series, it was 26 games clinching situations in which he lost. That he had a chance to win. If he win, he move on to the next round. He's had 26 of those. He was 11 and 16 in series that he was up in. Let me get make sure my stats right. I have to make sure I gotta look up make make sure look up my stats. Make sure I got my stats right because it's a lot of it is a lot of stats, my guy. It's a lot of stats in here. But yeah, essentially, like I said, Doc Rivers. The only coach to lose multiple. He lost three three one series leads. He has the he has seven. Seven of the top. What is this? Ten largest blown leads in the last two years. Seven of them. Seven of top ten. Blown leads in the playoffs. Seven. That's in the last two years. He has a 26-point um, lead that he blocked, that he lost this year with the 17. 21 last year, 19 last year, 18 this year. It's 16, he had a 12. And he had another one, about 13, that he lost in the last two years. Two different teams, two different set of players. You can't just say it's the player. He has, he has a lot of blown leads when he was with the Celtics. There's a clip. I don't know if I'll find it and put it in here, but if I do find it, I'll put it in here. Where Phil Jackson said he's known for blowing leads. That's when the Lakers were down 3-2 to them in the finals and they lost the series. He is known for blowing leads. That's what Phil Jackson said as a coach. He said, don't worry, we're good. They're up five points, but they're Doc Rivers known for blowing leads. Another coach shouldn't be able to say that about you. Philly had a lot of problems. Not only that, how low IQ the team was, it was my problem with Doc too. Maurice Thibault slapped a man on the head 
for a three. I don't even know how he got to that position to slap him on the head. But in a tie game, you on a one, you down one, he slapped him in the head. That's low IQ. Ben Simmons did a nice spin move, a great move, good bag. Wide open dunk, he passed it. He passed it. Wide open on the rim. Like a Seth Curry guarding Herbert. Hubert. The whole game getting roasted. Ain't nothing he can do about it. He just ain't this tall. He can shoot over him, and he was feeling it. Seth Curry did the best he could. Gallinari on George Hill, just shooting over him. Trey had a horrible shooting day, but at the same time, they steal it. I don't know how to explain, but it was a, so much in that series. Um, and B looked hurt, and he was not told to pass the ball. He was just throwing up bad shots and with bad, horrible turnovers. I know his knee was hurt, so I'm not trying to blame him a lot. But them turnovers were horrible. Them selling for jump shots. I know your knee hurt. They're horrible decisions. Thibel played very well, but he fouled too much. Dwight Howard was just running over people. I don't even like he was just looking this way and just not running over Trey Young on offense. And he shot two free throws. Just like low IQ plays by that doc. Had this whole series, this whole this whole playoffs. He had low. His players were playing low IQ. I can take. It's two things I do not want. If I was a coach, in my time, right about two things I can stand: a lack of hustle and low IQ. If I got, if we played with at least a decent IQ and a lot of hustle, I can accept that loss. The other team was better, but they barely beat you, and you had no IQ. No IQ, no basketball IQ. The same that Seth Curry and B play y'all ran so many times. I don't understand. Tobias Harris missed five layups. And I'm off this series, but I'm just telling y'all. Y'all told me for years Doc was a great coach. I told y'all he wasn't. I said in 2003, when I was 12 years old, I told my uncle that this man who coached Orlando wasn't a good coach, and I'm gonna play him in NBA Live, and I'm gonna beat him every day because for some reason. His team, the way they played, I didn't like. If you don't believe me, I can get my ball here next week and he can tell you. I play specific team because I don't like the way they play and they make me upset, so I want to beat them all the time. I'm obsessive like that. I, just, I, just, I need help. I really do. But let's go Let's go to another series. Let's talk about the other series. Let's go over to the game yesterday. Devin Booker had a performance. And I talked about on this podcast that if Devin Booker, if Devin Booker step up and be a superstar, they got a chance to win. I don't know what you call a 40-point triple-double, but that looked like very superstars to me. <laughs> that looks very baby mama, to, baby mama to me. Chris Paul gone, you took up the assist load. That is what superstars do. I've been sitting here talking about people I don't believe superstars forever. Not to mention that Embiid is unhealthy all the time but you stepped up like a superstar and shot the pain bro chambered pain can't say no about him deandre aiding his growth with chris paul has been amazing and that, all that tells you is man you get the right people monty williams amazing i also gotta praise atlanta too i'm gonna, I'm gonna do it in a minute paul george played amazing tonight he put on a show they took him out they lost the lead Shout out to Tyloo. He he coach. He coach, he been coaching well. Um, Aiden, Chris Paul, Monte Williams, and Chris Paul has done amazing with them, man. They have done amazing, great. 
great growth from DeAndre Aiden from a from a kid that I thought cried a lot because he wouldn't get his way and all kind of stuff. But yeah, man. Stuff like that. That low IQ stuff, man, but watching that game was like watching a real high IQ game. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um I enjoyed game one of the Western Conference Finals. Very high IQ. Clippers looked a little bit tired. They just played a game seven. Suns came out looking a little rusty, but in the second half they kinda they kinda stepped it up a little bit. They kinda stepped it up a little bit. And it's a it's a it was a great series. I just wanna I just wanna praise Devin Booker. I wanna pray what Chris Paul did. They looking like they ready to go to the ship. Clippers got something to say. Hopefully Kawhi can come back. I hate I hate seeing all these injuries in the playoffs. It's tampering it. I also want to give Nate McMillan a shout out. I did not shout out Atlanta, and I didn't want to disrespect them because they played amazing too. They did what they had to do. They ran a beautiful offense. That little pick and roll played a Capella, set and beat up the whole game. They made and beat work on that knee. He got wore down because of it. Great game plan. They picked on mismatches. Whenever they had George Hill on Gallinari, they kept going to it. It was going to hurt. Y'all going to have to double team and give it up to a shooter or not. But those type of things were important to this series. So, yeah, I want to shout out Nate McMillan. They did great. Um, Book of them did great. Now, let's finish this up. I don't want this podcast too long today. I just want a quick one. I'm so low. We're getting back to it, though. We're getting back to that grind. I want to be going to be only 20 minutes, 20 something minutes. By the way, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. My, my social media is below. They are below. Hit that follow button if you're on Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any other podcast site that you see this on. Please hit that. Please. I beg of you. Please. Encourage your boy. Hit that. Hit that. Hit that follow button. And I'm going to have my crew with me again starting from now after this. But today is just me. Just me solo. I'm solo. But yeah, uh, Bucks. It was it was like for a lot. It was like Giannis versus Durant, forty points apiece. Both played amazing. Shout out to Giannis. James Harden, one legged. He fought though. He got he high IQ. James Harden was low. James Harden and Embiid was on one leg, and B played amazing. But Embiid was low IQ a lot of time. James Harden played on one leg. He played terrible, but he was high IQ. Timely fouls, timely getting people to getting people to foul, putting people in foul trouble, causing problems, even though he couldn't even barely play. I want to shout Donovan Mitchell too for that. He did the same thing. Donovan Mitchell won a bum ankle play hoop. There's a lot of people played hurt too. Chris Paul did early on too. They played hurt and they played amazing. But yeah, that game was incredible. Watching Devin Booker, watching all those teams, they played very well. Nate McMillan, like I see, coached well. And again, Bud, I don't know, Bud, you, you got bailed out. Giannis and Chris Milton bailed you out. Chris Milton played a horrible series. Drew Holiday played horrible. I think this series will be a little easier for them. They ain't got to deal with that constant pressure of star power. Um, It's, it's going to be, Giannis going to struggle a little bit with Capella. He's not quite as skilled as Embiid. So he's gonna struggle more with Capella, but he's healthy. 
So we got to see how that works. Chris Milton and Drew Holiday are going to have to play this series. I still think Bucks should handle this series, though. But Atlanta feisty, man. They don't quit. They got Trey Young. He got that dog in him. They got a lot of shooters around them. Very high. McMillan and coached that team amazingly. That series going to be interesting. And the Bucks might be dead tired, even if and they both had game seven, but it looked like one game seven had everybody playing the whole game while the other one didn't. So I'm looking forward to see what that happens with that on Wednesday, I believe. Tuesday, I think we get a game two of the Western Conference Finals. I'm looking at that series. I'm thinking Phoenix going to take it. If Kawhi, even if Kawhi come back, Chris Paul come back, that evens it up. Booker is, Booker is slowly evolving into a superstar. He's a superstar with help. Those pain. Cam Johnson hit all those threes today. Y'all see Cam Johnson? Shout out Cam Johnson. And all those players. But yeah, and just in case somebody want to argue my Ben Simmons point, like I said, Jason Kidd, he didn't get good to his seven, eight year in the league. Steve Nash, six, seven year in the league, he didn't get good. Certain people didn't have offensive game developed. It's a lot of players like that. You just don't pay attention to them because once they get good, you forget that they were bad. And that's how life is right now. If Once players get good and start making big moments, plays in big moments, you kind of forget how bad. Right? They call, You got to remember, they called, They said Trey Young was going to be a bust his first two years. And they said Devin Booker had a kid who had a bunch of empty stats, but now them same stats coming up in big moments because he's getting time to shine. So... Again, prayers to manifesting blessings to Ben Simmons and mental. I do never wanna I don't want a young black man to struggle like that mentally. I'm not telling y'all not to slam him. He gotta play better. He didn't understand that and he needed to slam it. And he need to be mentally tough to overcome it because he's he's great. Because if he wasn't great, we wouldn't care. But he's great. So he gotta he gotta overcome it. So I hope it works out, whether he's traded or not. Hope he, hope whoever gets him, he can unlock it either himself or through a coach or a fr uh, franchise that believe in him. Cause you never want to, to be honest. I don't like slandering people. People say I went off on Paul George last year. I did because he called himself Playoff P or he's about to be the MVP. He about to show up. And he didn't do it, so I called him out on it. And people should call people out on it. They just say stuff like that because shouldn't just be running around saying you finna play hard and then all of a sudden you come out there after the game say oh I ain't just I ain't the score on the team where you the leading scorer on the team or the second leading scorer on the team you yes you are a scorer but there's already not went on him but again Doc is terrible <laughs> y'all keep telling me stuff his dad that man can't cook bruh bro. to be honest with you, I'm trying to be positive though so I'm not I'm not going to go in as much on Doc as I can. I sh I told y'all the stats. Y'all don't believe the stats. You don't have to believe me because I'll tell you one thing. If it's consistent, if something is consistent, no matter where you go, it's you. If everybody you date, if you date 20, if you date 20 people and they all crazy, it might be you. Either you like crazy people or you make them crazy. And that's what I want to, that's all I want to say when I see something consistently happen, and the thing even about Ben, Ben getting worse often, he wasn't as bad as rookie year. He wasn't as bad his second year, but I was in third year, he slowly regressed last year. It wasn't horrible, then this year, I 
think even his points per game go down every year, hasn't it? I think it went up his second year, and then he kept going down the last two years. That's something I don't know what's going on. Like I said, same thing with the franchise of 76. Why does everybody you get seem to have mental problems? Mental instability is something wrong. We got to talk about that. Somebody got, sometimes we got to be honest. It seems to be a lot of instability in Philly overall. Carson Wentz, they all talking about Carson Wentz back in MVP form when he left Philly. Philly, you got to work. You got to figure it out. Everybody, you got to look at yourself in life. Even me, if my views low, I got to look at myself. That's why I took it last week off. You got to go look at myself. Again, like and subscribe. Hit that follow button. I do apologize for being off last week. But, but I got stuff. We got stuff coming up, bro. We're trying to get out here. We're trying to move and have a live show every day. Keeping that now. Well, we're looking to make it live every day. So, but that'll be in the fall. So, we'll, get, we'll I'll update you more on that whenever we get to it. We're gonna try to take it. I'm, I got other in, uh, adventures I'm going on right now, doing multiple things. Shout out to everybody about that. But I'm setting stuff up, trying to get to figuring out this the new YouTube algorithm. I finally figured out it changed, so it changed on me. So I've been wasting my time with these tags, but I think I, th I think I figured it out, and we're gonna we're gonna keep growing from here. We're gonna get big, and overall 99 will be alpha and at the top. And as you know. We looking cute, we looking clean, and I see you out there. I see you in the in the comments. I see you listening. You looking sexy. And remember to keep stumping. Why? Because you never know. Ben Simmons might never become Jason Kidd, or he might become a better version of Jason Kidd. And then whoever on team me on, whether it's Philly, Portland, or Dane, or anyone else, something amazing could happen. Or you can trade him and something amazing can happen because you can get a better player. Either way, I love y'all. Peace.